Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. Very excited to engage the sweet tooth today. We're talking <laughs> cupcakes with the owners of Cupcake Island, Melanie Dean and Crystal Rishko. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. If you don't mind, can I have you two introduce yourselves by name just so we can identify with, uh, with voices here? Sure. My name's Crystal Richko, and um, I'm the older of the two sisters, and uh, it's just a blessing to be here and to get to share just uh, about Cupcake Island and how we got here, and mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm. Of course. And I am Melanie Dean. I am, of course, obviously the younger one, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just we're, we love, like, you know, doing what we do and working together as a, a family business, and just excited to share about it. Absolutely. And I'm excited to talk about the different flavors you guys offer. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the history and how you got into this. I want to talk about the family aspect of your business. Mm -hmm. But we need to start with a very fire topic, something I think is very important. And that's the cupcake sandwich. <laughs> so something that I started doing a couple of years ago, because I saw someone do it, and I was just like, that's genius, mm -hmm. is when I get a cupcake, I admire it. But then I will remove the bottom of the cupcake and put it on the top so you have, like, cake on both sides and the frosting in the middle. Yeah. I think it's a little bit cleaner, provides, like, more consistent bites. But then I had a baker, like a cupcake baker, tell me that whenever she sees someone do that, it, like takes a bit of her soul because she's like, you know how much time we put into decorating oh, no. that cupcake and then you just smash it together. So I need the opinion of yeah. expert bakers here. What are your thoughts on the cupcake sandwich? Am I performing cupcake sacrilege when I do that? Not in our opinion. I okay. know she, she's the expert that you really want to talk to about that. That is her favorite thing to do. But yeah. as long as somebody's enjoying it, in my opinion, that's all we yeah. care about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We just want them to enjoy it. Me personally, I'm not a big frosting person, so mm -hmm. for me, that's the best way to eat it is to have it right in the middle of everything. Mm -hmm. So I, that's the way I like to eat it, too. Well, th then you are on Team Cupcake yes, Sandwich. I, I welcome you to the team. It Thank is a great you. team to be on. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to acknowledge that I am admiring the cupcake before you. I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. Right, yes. right. Now let's make it. Yep. more edible yes. so okay we got that out of the yeah. way yep. <laughs> so I, I want to come in and just kind of talk about on a very general level to you guys what makes the perfect cupcake like what are the components that for you take like you know the average cupcake that you can get at the grocery store or whatever that's just you know out in the aisles to an upper echelon cupcake mm. oh Goodness. i you know i think that differs from person to person mm-hmm that is definitely, you know, one thing that we have learned a lot is everybody's different and everybody has different opinions about everything. I'm sure that's so fun to deal with. <laughs> it is, actually. Mm -hmm. It is. And we, we tell people, you know, we like honest opinions, mm -hmm. good and bad, because that we like to know that, you know. Um, it just helps us in, in learning and baking and different, you know, aspects of, of just how to go about things. So... Um, oh gosh, I, I, for us, I think it's, it's first of all that we have a moist cake. Yeah. Nobody likes to bite into something and it's dry and, and so on. And then of course, the one thing that we hear the most that I agree with again, cause how I am with frosting is our frosting to mm -hmm. cake ratio is balanced. Mm -hmm. 
Um, of course, we want it to look appetizing, um, eye appeal, and unique flavors, you know. You have your everyday flavors that we do, but we like to kind of venture out and do some different things, so, yeah. Well, let's talk about those flavors. How did you guys go about setting the menu? Because I think one of the things that really stands out about Cupcake Island is the variety of flavors that you mm-hmm. offer and, and some different flavors that you might not see at other bakeries. How, how did you guys go about setting that menu? Um, actually, um, that menu was pretty much set in place. By the and previous owner? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been working for, it's been 12, 13 years before we own it, owned it. And so um, it wasn't broke. We weren't, we weren't trying to fix that. We're just adding two. Mm-hmm. We're just bringing new and different flavors to the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I loved about Cupcake Island was that um, we do different flavors. Every time you come in, it's something different. Right, exactly. You know, every day we have different flavors. There's um, Every day we have certain flavors that are the same, and then each month we get to do new things. And even in between there, we're exper- experimenting more. Mm-hmm. And um, working on bringing different flavors to the table. So mm-hmm. so just to provide context for the listeners, Cupcake Island opened in uh, 2006 under <laughs> different ownership. But you guys purchased yeah. it in 2018. And, yeah. and like you said, you haven't changed. You haven't made like wholesale changes, but you're All making right. tweaks here and there. Yeah. And you just mentioned that experimentation process. And I, I kind of yeah. want to get into that. Like how, when you're trying to come up with new cupcake flavors – what does that look like? Do you do you guys have like a team brainstorm session where everybody's just throwing stuff out? Or is it just like, you know, you're just kind of working one day and it's just like, oh, what if we did, you know, a sugar cookie cupcake mm-hmm. in, instead? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, right. just stuff mm-hmm. like that. How how do new ideas come about? All of the above, really. Yeah. Um, we take into consideration if a customer comes in and they're like, oh, you know, this is my favorite flavor. And do you guys do that? And, you know, I would love to see that, that. We take that into consideration. Um, I think the biggest thing is um, it's not just us. It's our employees. Mm-hmm. Um, we are very much about mm-hmm. a team. And most things, before we do anything, we get their opinion. Mm-hmm. Because it's their place, too. You know, they they work hard. They put into it everything they have. You know, they they're they're super creative which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And so, you know, we just kind of, okay, this is what we're thinking, a new flavor. What do you guys think? What, you know, what do you like? What do you want to see? What do you want to do? Um, and kind of go from there and kind of build off of each other. And, you know, and eventually we come up with something. And, and if it doesn't work, then we kind of maybe tweak it a little bit. And, you know, we do samples and stuff like that. And, um, and then if it doesn't work, we try again with something else or, you know, it can be a big hit. So, mm-hmm. Our sugar plum fairy actually was one of the funnest ones that we've done recently, um, it, which is one of the flavors for this month. Um, one of our employees said, "Oh, let's do a sugar plum fairy because we were trying to think of something really cute and creative for December." And um, so she said, "Let's do sugar plum fairy." And I'm like, "So what does that what does that look like? What does yep. that taste like? You know?" So we started investigating what Sugar Plum Fairy, Sugar Plum really, is mm-hmm. all about and what did that look like. And as a result today, from much collaboration with not just her but other employees, 
this is what we came up with. So, And, and just for listeners, mm-hmm. what does that cupcake consist of? It's an almond-based cake, which is our number one seller. Mm-hmm. And then we came up with a triple berry filling, which is blueberry, raspberry, and strawberry. And then we topped it, it, dyed it, so it's really fun colored. And then also the frosting is just our wonderful vanilla buttercream frosting and just fun That's looking. Mm-hmm. Dyed pink and then yeah, um, topped with fun sprinkles and um, a gumdrop. It is, I, I've had this cupcake mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. And it's, it's such a fun experience because... You look at it and it looks like such a crazy cupcake right. because it's pink and right, it's got yeah. all these colors going on. <laughs> but then you bite into it and you mention it's the vanilla, it's the almond, it's these simple flavors. But then you get hit with that that berry filling right. and that adds that fruitiness. It's very very good. Thank I, I'm you. a fan. Thank you. Okay, so like let's use that one as an example. Let's say you know you come up with a flavor. You guys all agree that sounds really good. Obviously there's a process between saying that sounds good and here's our final product that we want to sell to the public. What's like the R and D process between getting from that first point until the sale? Um, just experimenting. We, you know, we are all about, Hey, try this. Hey, try this. You know, what do you think of this? Because if we don't like it, probably nobody else is either, you know, at least, and we all have different tastes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if, if the majority is a, Hey, that's really good. Then we just start, start there and keep going. Mm-hmm. And for us, particularly with this cupcake, the sugar plum fairy, um, we weren't sure what, you know, we've heard the, the Christmas song or it was something to do with Christmas. What's the one that I can't remember anyway. So we started looking into that to see what that actually looked like. So we were Googling, of course, because Google's our friend, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, so we started trying to find out what that would even, you know, look like at that point. And there was really not a clear-cut kind of thing. So we just decided, hey, maybe this is what it looks like, you know, so... It's really just about getting out there and looking to see what something is and what's been done, and then how can we do it our way, right. you know? Because we don't want to do everything that everybody's doing. I mean, certain things that, you know, across the board people like, but we want to we want to try different things, so. And for us, I think taste is number one. Yes. And mm-hmm. then number two is visual. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes that visual, you know, look. That's the eye catch, and then they get drawn in from there. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you guys have that, you know, that beautiful open counter when someone walks in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're just walking through and perusing right. and looking at all the different mm-hmm. options. You have to, like you said, obviously, ultimately, the most important thing is taste. But right. you also, to get someone to buy it, it has to look good, right. too. Yeah. Right. Did you guys... Just in your memory, and this is off the top of your head, so if you can't think of any, it's okay, but have you had any flavors that kind of surprised you in how well they did, where it was kind of like, oh, this is an okay idea, and then it just sells like gangbusters, (laughs) or maybe something that went the other way, where you're like, oh, I really like this, and for whatever reason, people just didn't go for it? Yeah. Um, I think a couple both ways, actually. The almond and the chocolate, I think, was the one that Mm -hmm. hasn't done so good, which we were kind of surprised. It was a... um, Again, an almond-based cake with cherry filling, mm-hmm. and then um, chocolate frosting. 
That and it was just, good. it was a good combination. Mm. We all loved it. But yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't sell as well. So, yeah, we, we got uh, rid of that. Yeah. One. Um, I can't think of one. I, I guess the Sugar Plum Fairy, even though we thought it was fun and, and you know, we like the flavors, right. we kind of wondered, but it really has been a great seller. Um, other than that, and I guess that's just because it's so recent to me, I can't think of any of the others. Yeah. Now, obviously, you guys are super well-known for cupcakes. It's in the name. But mm -hmm. you do like custom cakes as right, well. Yes. Can you maybe tell me a little bit about, about that part of the business? And if anyone's interested in getting a custom cake, you know, maybe this is this is an option for mm -hmm. them. Um, yes, we have customers that have been coming in for years and didn't realize we do cakes. Um, that is definitely something that we, we love to do. We have, um, again, girls that are fabulous at it and just do an excellent job um we have pretty much all of our cupcakes flavors mm -hmm. can be made into cake mm -hmm. we do all kinds of different designs we can make it look like the cupcake um just we're pretty much open um we just it's usually we require two days notice um but we fill up fast mm -hmm. so because we're a small shop and um, we only have so much room to put <laughs> so many mm -hmm. things. So the cake, definitely, um, we are more limited on that area. So One of the other things, too, about our cakes is we don't do a lot of fondant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. we, Which is nice. Yes, yes, because we don't think it tastes well. Does so it? we don't want to do something that you're paying a lot of money for, but it's not very pleasurable. Mm -hmm. So what we've tried to do, and we're incorporating more and more of that, is chocolates in place of uh, fondant, which good chocolate is really, that's a good experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're mm -hmm. paying a little bit for it, but you're still getting um, pleasurable right. out of it. You mm -hmm. know, it's not just... The look and the taste. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a, that's a huge deal because... My wife and I will occasionally watch, like, you know, these baking shows on Food Network or Netflix, whatever it may be. And, yeah, they're just, like, they make these beautiful fondant mm -hmm. designs. And right. They, but then it, it's, like, taller than the cupcake itself. And it's edible, but yeah. it doesn't taste good. Like, no. at best, it's, like, flavorless. So mm -hmm. to have the design actually be something that adds to the experience, mm -hmm. that it tastes good, mm -hmm. that's a major bonus. It is. Right. And also... um Melanie, you were talking about how any cupcake flavor can be made into a cake. Mm -hmm. I think this is a good opportunity to remind people that the opposite can be made true and that any cupcake you can also get mini versions mm -hmm. of right. it. So if right. you if you come in and say, Man, you know, I really want to try like three or four flavors, but I can't <laughs> eat three or four cupcakes, I'm gonna be on the treadmill all week. You can get a bunch of small ones and try yeah. a bunch of different things. And that's that's a nice bonus and something that I think mm -hmm. you don't find it every cupcake shop. Right. We, um, that is one thing we get several people in that are like, we, you know, we ask them when they start pulling out of the case, um, would you like regular size or mini size? And they're like, mini size, what's that good for? You know? And then we start, you know, well, you can have two different flavors mm -hmm. and it's equivalent to a regular size. So, and you I'm, know, it's definitely a good way to do that. Yes. And I'm looking at, uh, a dozen of the mini cupcakes right now, there's still like at least two or three bites, right, probably yeah. more if you're a normal person. Yes. Um, so it's not like when we say mini, we're not talking like, oh, this mm -hmm. is like a, a mousse-bouche or something. Right. It's, it's a good size cupcake still. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Something that I want to touch on, and I think it's just important to acknowledge, is so many of the guests that I have in here are 
chefs and restaurateurs. They're cooks. Cooking and baking are very, very different <laughs> things. And I kind of want to just let you guys expound on that and kind of educate us on the difference between cooking and baking because they are – one is almost like – experimentation and one is like pretty strict science right mm-hmm. if i'm understanding it right you are right it is definitely a science um the weather affects um your baking you know uh if there's too much humidity what that does to the baking and it depends on what you're baking mm-hmm. you know different um types of batter react differently to the atmosphere and then um, heat, too, you know, so you've got that dynamic in there. But, um, yeah, it's definitely something that you can't always just, oh, I'll just throw a little of this in there. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have quite enough of that, so it's okay. It'll be all right. It doesn't work that way with baking. You have to be more precise in whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes with our, our cupcake um the different flavors, you know, people will come in and they'll say, well, that one's smaller than that one. And it's, you know, that's, that's the science. It's just how that works. Some of them are just, you know, denser and smaller and then others are lighter and fluffier and, you know, they come out bigger and, um, you know, we can't, we can't always control that. So, you know, it's, it's still, you're still getting the same amount. It's just, it might look a little different from flavor to flavor too. So. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. It is. And something you said, Crystal, like, you know, you talking about the weather. That Mm -hmm. is something that unless you are in the Mm -hmm. business, I don't think anyone would understand. Can can you give me an example? So we're recording on December 21st. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) any particular cupcake you want to choose, how would you bake that differently? Or how would you change the environment today versus, like, July 21st? Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, it's not so different today because we're in the 50s. Yes, you it know? is very but warm today, is. but a typical de- but December but Yes, 21st. a typical December. Um, it's, it's much cooler on the outside, which is drier and cooler within the bakery. Mm-hmm. And so your heat usually has to go up a little more because you need that rise. And um, when it's more moist... And warmer, like it is today, we've had to adjust our ovens again because now you've got more humidity, which humidity will hold on to heat. And then you've got more heat, which then you've got excessive browning or even burning. That happens pretty quickly. The oven goes up in pretty fast temperature. So it's that kind of thing. You have to really um, be very attentive Mm -hmm. to what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's tricky when you're doing multiple things all at the same time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And actually, not even just the baking, but even our frosting. Mm, Right. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Our frosting will vary from day to day just from extra humidity in the air or it's colder today or it's hotter today or, you know, so that makes a big difference, too. So how how much trial and error did that require originally? (laughs) And maybe you guys are even still going through it now to figure that stuff out because, Uh, you know, you've talked about every batter reacts differently, every icing reacts Mm -hmm. differently. It's humidity. It's temperature. I'm sure, you know, if you get a new oven or if Mm -hmm. an oven is on the fritz or something, that affects the baking. Like, that's so many variables. Mm -hmm. How do you figure all that out and come out with a consistent product? Well, the good thing is, is for both of us, we were home bakers um, to start out with. So we kind of learned a little bit of that on Mm -hmm. a much smaller scale. 
Um, so we kind of had some idea of that already going into this. And then, um, of course, Ed poured into us his knowledge uh, of each recipe because we kept the same recipes. We're doing the same, a lot mm-hmm. of the same things he did. Um, and there was trial and error. And still today, I mean, you just have those days sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, there's definitely still that learning curve of um, – Especially like this last year, it seems like we're the temperatures, the way that our weather is going is like really been extreme. It has been, yeah. So mm-hmm. to keep up with that um, has been definitely tricky. And so it, it was a learning curve at first. And like I said, Ed helped us through seeing it and understanding it on a bigger level. But then we, since then, even then, we, we still have to adjust. Mm-hmm. So... It was definitely different to go from <laughs> home baking to mass production. production. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We easily can go through thousands of cupcakes a week. Oh, my. And so we're pretty much baking Especially daily. Especially in the summer. Yeah. yeah. You know, wedding season, graduation, mm-hmm. holidays. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Crystal, what you were just talking about there transitions nicely into what I wanted to talk about next, and that was you guys (laughs) purchasing Cupcake Island from, and I hope I pronounced this right, Mm -hmm. Ed Lefevre? Mm -hmm. Yes, nailed it, in 2018. (laughs) Uh, And like we said, they originally opened it in 2006, so they owned it for about a dozen years. Then Ed sold it to you guys. Now, you guys said you were home bakers, did not Mm -hmm. have professional bakery experience up to that point. What made you take the leap and say, we're going to purchase this and open up a bakery. And you're both laughing like hysterically right now. Yeah. Well, it's all her fault. <laughs> we actually, when we started baking out of our home, she actually started with chocolates. Mm-hmm. Um, she was doing a lot of chocolates and I was doing cheesecake. And um, I, that was like something I was determined I was going to conquer because cheesecake is tricky. Mm-hmm. That's another whole dynamic of chemistry and, and you know, very sensitive ingredients. You got to use them just so, you know. And um, we used to talk back then because she would do chocolates and, and baskets, and then she started getting into cakes, and we're like, you know, what if we ever did this, you know? And we talked about it laughingly. Mm-hmm. And for years, we did that off and on, kind of elbowed each other, yeah, nudge, you know? Nudge, yeah. yeah. And then she moved to Nebraska, and I'm left in Michigan. So it's like, okay, that's that's non-thing, you know? And then um, one day, there was a different bakery that um, posted they were selling. And she uh, sent it to me. And I felt this this little leap Mm -hmm. inside you know Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my gosh this could happen you know obviously that didn't work out and that's okay because that's the way it was meant to be um I believe our steps are ordered so um you know through the years it took several years even after that different things kept popping up and we're like is this it you know Mm -hmm. um but then it finally came where there was this opportunity. Somebody reached out to us. We had kind of right, given right. up. Okay, this isn't working. Every time we kind of look into it, it doesn't happen. We started looking at possibly doing, like, 
starting our own from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then we really laughed. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a little more than we wanted to go into. Uh-huh. Um, that was that was definitely that's a that's a, a whole new uh, yeah. It's a big thing. So <laughs> we were like, yeah, that's not something we're gonna <laughs> venture into. So then, yeah. So then she contact somebody contacted her out of the blue and said, hey, we know this person. It's up for sale. Um, he's retiring. Do you think you'd be interested? So she scoped it out and then sent me videos. And next thing you know, we're buying a bakery. And I'm packing everything up in Michigan and oh moving gosh. to Nebraska to do this thing. Um, my husband decided he was going to retire. And he's like, let's just do this. You know, you got to take risks, uh-huh. you got to take chances. Mm-hmm. And you only live once. Mm-hmm. And so um, here we are, three years later, almost. It'll be three years, February 16th. And um, and even in the midst of all of this, you know, it's been crazy good. Right. You know, right. um, our customers are so fabulous. I mean, they, they are so loyal and encouraging and, you know, just great. And then the team that we have is amazing as well. It's not just us. It's so much a part of, you know, what they bring to the plate, which is their skills and their passion. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing we love about what we do is seeing other people. You know, that was Mm -hmm. our heart is to what's in us and we get to do this. Let's help other people be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Well, and you mentioned it earlier, like coming up with the, um, is it Gumdrop Fairy? Sugar Plum Fairy. Sugar Plum Fairy. Dang it. I get that stuck in my head. Sugar Plum Fairy. That was developed by an employee. That Mm -hmm. was someone else's idea. How Mm -hmm. proud. Yes. Maybe proud's not the right word, but like how excited does that make you guys when it's like we're empowering these people and they're coming through. Yes. And they do every day. They bring it every day. They give their best. They're dependable. They show up, and, they, and they're involved, and we love that because mm-hmm. we want them to feel that ownership. You know, this is a part of what you do, mm-hmm. you know. So. Cupcake Island wouldn't be what it is without them. It's not just, it's not us. It's them working. It's them, you know, we all work together, but without them, it wouldn't be what it is. And so, you know, it, as much as we can, we try to, I mean, even – we painted the front mm-hmm. um, this year, and, you know, they even helped with picking out the floor and, you know, the paint colors and the just, you know, getting their opinion. And, and because, again, it's – they're there too, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, power, it's a part of all of us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's great. I promise we'll get back to talking about yeah. the team because yeah. I'm going to talk more about them. But I, yeah. I want to go back to Melanie. The first time that you got a chance to visit Cupcake <laughs> Island, and as you're as you're walking around in there, and you guys have had this dream for years, and and this has been an active search now right. for years, and you've had a lot of stops and starts. Did you know right away? Like as you're going around, you're just like, "This is it." Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we um. I, we weren't sure if this is really what we, you know, we were wanting to do, um, just because of kind of the roller coaster of, you know, 
looking before and it didn't work out and um that up and down and we're like you know I don't know and um me and my husband went and looked and and you know he's he was all for it because that's just he's a jump in you know as soon as um just whatever and if it doesn't work it doesn't work and if it does it does you know Uh I'm a little more reserved and I want to take time and think and you know research and um and so you know it was like uh, I don't know I took all the pictures and the videos and I sent her and I'm like, you know, what do you think? And, um, it was a lot of back and forth cause mm-hmm. we just were not sure, mm-hmm. you know, if this was okay, is this really it? Do we really want to do this? <laughs> you know, like go for it again. So, um, and then, you know, it was kind of, kind of left it up more so even to them because they would be making the move. They mm-hmm. would be, you know, I was already relocated, so it was kind of like, you know, if if they're not ready for this or they, you know, they don't agree, then, mm-hmm. you know, that's okay too, and, you know, we'll we'll keep going with what we're doing, you know. So, mm-hmm. for us, it, it it was the back and forth, and but what it came down to is, this Cupcake Island was already a winning thing; it was already something that people loved what they were getting. It was established. Mm. Yes, and they loved the connection there, you know. We heard many times, you know, oh, well, my children's marriage, you know, started here, and then their babies, and, you know, it's like throughout their whole families um, have have come back time and time again. Mm -hmm. And so... um, um, just the, so it, just was, the, yeah, it was, it was functioning and working. It was loved, yes. yes, and so then it just became. We just need to step in and learn how to how to do this, mm-hmm. and then take it from there. And eventually, um, we want to bring cheesecake to the to the plate. Mm-hmm. We have to do a few things in order to be able to do that, but um, it's it's coming. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Now you guys were. Or Cupcake Island, excuse me, was featured um, as part of the book Unique Eats and Eateries <laughs> of Omaha. Which that is was a, fun. Which is a wonderful book, and I encourage people to check that out. They described the transition from Ed to your ownership as a seamless transition. Mm-hmm. I want to hear it from you guys' <laughs> mouths. What does seamless mean to you? Because if it happened, that's very impressive, right. but it seems hard to believe that it mm-hmm. was just like... Day one to day two, boom! It's just yeah. everything's firing. Right. Yeah, I mean, it it really was pretty much it. Um, you know, as far as buying it, it was still kind of the roller coaster up and down. Um, but once we got to that point, um, you know, it just and Lois were were great. Um, as you know, he again all those tips. It's one thing to get recipes; it's another thing to get the tips and the actual, like, no, this little thing helps. And um, that makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And um, he was there giving us all those, you know, little tips and and tricks. And and his wife, Lois, um, she helped with all the other, you know, the business um, aspect of it. And she had a book already set up for us and, um, you know, spreadsheets and numbers and, um, just so much together and, you know, it was, it was just, it, it was, 
it was the best we could have possibly, you know, asked for. Um, all the employees um, stayed, you mm-hmm. know, so, um, you know, it just was like, okay, let's just, you know, keep going. And, yeah, it it just, there was a couple days where, um, you know, during those, like, that first graduation and wedding season when it was so busy that it's like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, because we didn't realize, you know, all that goes into yeah, that. And, and yeah. how much he, he put out, you know. Yeah. And so um there was there was a couple days that we were like, Wow, we We did really we, did it. Yeah, <laughs> did we get it over our head and, but it, it yeah. was all good. It was it really was. The seamless part I feel like was that really from our our understanding of it, most customers didn't even know. Mm-hmm. that it had switched hands. We never did a grand opening, new ownership. We never did anything like that because right. people don't like change a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it was really important to us for them to know it wasn't going to change mm-hmm. in the way that they were still going to get the quality product that they had been getting. Um, and so in that way, I think that's what he meant by seamless was yeah. that there was no notice of – that somebody else was now doing all the baking, the decorating, and and so on. And so that is a blessing to us that it went like that. But, yeah, it was definitely, we had some days where it was like, ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially in the, in the, you know, we had only been at it um, from February to May, so a few months there, and then it really kicked into high gear. And around that time, um, he stayed with us just at the tip of that, and then it was time for him to move on mm-hmm. um, and then for us to to carry it on. But I, it, it's just amazing how quick you can learn something um, really yeah. fast. You know? And it's just continued to grow mm-hmm. since, mm-hmm. since we've had it. Um, yeah, we, we pick up new people all the time, and... Um, Facebook has been a huge help with that. Um, you know, I do a lot of the social media part of it, and um, so that's that's definitely helped grow. And um, we we still have people come in now that don't realize that we bought it, and mm-hmm. then they're surprised that it's been as long as it has. And you know, so yeah, it's it's nice to see, you know, that it's still the same, but different. Yeah, I'm sure that provides good validation because it's yes. like you have this thing that people have loved for so long. The last thing you want to do is come in and, right. and screw it up. Right. So when people say, oh, there's new owners here, like that's a mm-hmm. good thing. Right. It is. Right. So I, I think that there's an interesting balance there, though, because I'm sure, you know, you guys have dreamed of of having a cupcake shop and or a bakery, mm-hmm. excuse mm-hmm. me, and you've talked about it mm-hmm. and everything. So, yes, you definitely want to honor the vision right. and the traditions of mm-hmm. Cupcake Island. But I'm sure there was also a desire to come in and say, hey, I love cheesecake. I want right. to do mm-hmm. some cheesecake mm-hmm. re- recipes. You kind of want to put your own stamp yes. on it as well because it's yes. your right. business. Yes. So how do you balance honoring the original version and the traditions versus introducing some new things at the same time? Um, again, I think we're doing fairly well with that. Um you know, just again changing up um, little things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that um, you know he did, like 
for instance, the marble um, was done a little different when we took over, um, and it didn't go very well. Mm -hmm. And so we just changed the look of it a little bit, and um, it ever since then it's it's gone great, you know. So it, it's not really, it's still what he had, but it's putting our spin on it, you know. So um, it's just stuff like that that you know, adding a little bit here and there, you know. If we make a change, it's it's just. Oh, we added this thing or like the chocolates, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, we do that, you know, when it, when we can for different things. And, um, that was something that he didn't really do. And, um, it's just little changes here and there, because again, we want to keep that original, mm -hmm. but yeah. And, and I think the biggest change is going to be when we do, mm -hmm. um, the cheesecakes, but we're still prepping for that. Cause we want to make sure that it's again, the quality that people are used to, mm -hmm. um, that we can consistently do it and that we can, um, you know, keep up with what it does, you know, as far as takeoff and, you know, yeah. flavors and, and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the vision, definitely. We've got a lot of um, dreams about that. We'd like to eventually be able to have, you know, our thing is that you can get any of our flavors from a mini all the way up to a big cake. Mm -hmm. um, we want that to be something that down the road, um, our cheesecakes would be in a line with the flavors, um, maybe not so much such a, a huge variety in sizes, but we want the flavors to be able to be matched as well. And so, um, yeah, and then there's space. You know, you gotta you got to figure out the yeah. space because there's only so much space, so... Yeah, it's it's definitely coming. We're we're closer than we've ever been. Yeah. So it's just one foot in front of the other every day. Mm -hmm. You know. Now you guys mentioned that Ed and his wife stayed on for a couple months and kind of helped make that transition. And Ed was hugely important in helping you figure out, you know, the the recipes and the tips and tricks right. that go along with baking, especially mm -hmm. at such scale. Right. How important were they from the business aspect? Because you guys are home bakers you know you had experience <laughs> oh, yeah. baking you you yeah you at least had a baseline for what you're doing there yeah. but there's right. so much more to owning oh, a business boy. than mm -hmm. than making cupcakes and putting them in it's the so in true. the in the front like how tough was it to learn that part of it and like what kind of a crash course did you get in that oh that was a crash course yeah because um well, neither one of us had any like experience as far as you know that, that or scale yeah mm -hmm. i mean you know kept track of what we were doing at home, but that's right. such on a smaller scale than what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Lois was huge in that. Like, she was a school teacher, so she was very organized. Mm -hmm. It was a blessing to have her come and, and show us this, 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 this is what you do, this is where you go, this is how this is done. She literally, we consider it a Bible she gave us, and um, that really was it made it less intimidating and right. overwhelming for us because we always had something that we could refer back to and then the people that would help us along the way as changes came and, and we needed more information, you know, about whatever was happening that we needed on the business side, numbers, uh, you know, um, vendors, all kinds of things. Like there's things that you don't even can't even possibly imagine that you you juggle at the same time that you're just getting to do this baking mm -hmm. you know 
there is a lot of back office stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And trial and error. Um, <laughs> there's been a lot of trial and error on that side. Always. I think that's been the biggest, um, oh, my gosh, what do we do for us is the business aspect of it on top of the baking aspect. Um, but we've also learned, hey, you're better at this than I am, so you do this, and I'm better at this than you are, so I'll do this. And, you know, we just kind of divide it up and, um, you know, kind of, so we it's not. It. <laughs> yeah, it's not all on one person or we're both trying to handle everything or, um, you know, mm-hmm. just. Yep. What yeah. is the most important lesson that you guys think you learned from taking over ownership of Cupcake Island? Uh, yeah, we just talk about always, you know, how much we've learned in um, what a blessing it's been, mm-hmm. you know, um, that we get to work together, you know, as a family. And um, never everybody gets that. And, again, there's those hard days. Everybody has that in their job. But to like what you do. You know, to be able to do that all the time and to have that um, that flexibility of family and, you know, oh, you're not feeling good. I'll, you know, I, I can take it for today. You go home or, mm-hmm. you know, um, and just being able to, to rely on each other and, and, you know, just do it together. Mm-hmm. No. I guess for me, um, one of the things that, Again, I think we've touched on it a little bit, and um, one of the things that comes to mind is, and I've been saying this a lot lately to to some of our other staff, is things don't always, just because you don't understand something doesn't, you don't always have all the facts. Mm-hmm. So in this, we thought baking, having a bakery was going to look like this, but it's so much better bigger and so much more than that Mm -hmm. and so we always have to recognize that there's always more behind something than what you initially see Mm -hmm. or even want you know we wanted this and we had a little taste of it but then to step into it the cost um not just monetarily um the sacrifice the, you know, the hard work, it, it takes a lot in it. Mm-hmm. So I guess that part is is something that pops up as she was saying, all the different things that she was saying mm-hmm. is all true, but there's so much behind things that we don't always recognize. And I guess this, that's one of the bigger lessons is, you know, we always see initially, but what's, there's such a bigger picture. So it's the... The, you know, the Titanic proposition, the tiny bit of the right. iceberg that they right. can see versus this giant right. ship-destroying right. <laughs> mass right. underneath right. the water. Right. And that's, and that it, it, in that regard, it's bad. But even in the good things, yes. you know, there's always, you only see this little part, but really once you get past that, it's like so much bigger of a picture there. And... I wish we could see more of the bigger picture just in life in general, you know, but I guess that's where I'm coming from, from the business is 
that's what I've learned is that you have to look beyond and look at bigger things. What what's more there? Right. You know. Right. I, I guess to kind of touch on that too, um, I didn't realize um, how much you can affect people. You know, just with cake mm-hmm. or a cupcake mm-hmm. or. Um, you know, we've seen people, um, you know, handle their grief, you know, by buying a cake for somebody else Mm -hmm. or, you know, remembering somebody that's, um, that's passed, um, and, you know, uh, somebody's having a bad day and they come in just for that little thing that makes them feel better or, you know, just different things like that. Just happy occasions, you know? First birthdays, you know, we all think, oh, you know, it's okay, it's another first birthday, but it's, it's not. That's very big to them, you know, and it's, it's amazing that one cupcake or one cake can affect somebody so big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to that point, one of my wife's favorite things in this world is cupcakes, and so kind of one of my go tos if I get the opportunity, if I know she's having a bad day or she's right. really stressed with work or our dog is driving her, uh, you know, up a tree is if I can get her a cupcake, like that will make her day mm-hmm. that even if it's just for two minutes, right, it will make right. her day just that mm-hmm. much better. And right. it's just like, it's such a nice thing. So yeah, there is, that kind of plays into exactly what you were saying and mm-hmm. that it is so small, but it can have such a profound right. impact. Yeah. yeah. N- now I promised that we would come back and we'd talk about the team. I'm a man of my word, so we're going to do that now. And it also kind of piggybacks off of, Melanie, what you were just talking about, the importance of family and having family in the shop. And that's something that I noticed the last time I came in, I got a chance to meet you guys. You introduced me to only a couple other members of staff, not the entire staff, but everyone I talked to was a family member. (laughs) And I, I think that that's so cool. Like, why do you consider that to be such an important aspect of your business, that family is so intertwined with everything that you do? For us, um, that's kind of emotional. It's such a blessing because for us, um, we're the first in our family to even venture into something like this. Mm-hmm. So it's a blessing that we all get to go on this journey together Mm -hmm. to become better than our previous generations, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that hits my heart. That's why it's emotional to me is Uh because we want better for our future children, our grandchildren, my grandbabies come there, and they get to bake. They get to wait on customers. They get to be a part of it, you know. And so it, we want them to know that when you have a, a dream in your heart, you can do it. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes um, a tenacity to keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. Even when things sometimes may look like it's not going to work out, but it, it's a blessing to be able to do this with them and then bring others along, you know? So that's 
That's where I'm coming from. And kind of to back up a little bit, too, after after they moved, it wasn't long after that that her daughter and her family, um, her husband and her three kids moved here. Um, so we And then our parents live with her. Um, so uh, it really is most of the family here. So, um, yeah, not only does she work there, but um, my son um, – when he was in school, he was, you know, getting ready to graduate. And even after a little bit, um, he, he worked there. And um, my daughter is 15. She'll be 16 next month. And um, she helps out a lot. And so, you know, that's um, – it's a lot of things that we didn't learn growing up that we get to, you know, mm-hmm. help them. Mm-hmm. You can do this. You know, and this is, um, you know, things that you don't think you can handle, you can. And – and you can enjoy doing what, you know, your job and um, yet the real aspect of it's not all fun, you know, but we get to do it together. Yeah. Now, was that an intentional or unintentional consequence of buying a bakery? Because it, from from what we talked about previously, mm-hmm. you know, it was, mm-hmm. you know, you guys were getting a chance to mm-hmm. bake. You were getting a right. chance to realize <laughs> a dream. Like, did you did you think about the lessons that you were imparting to to this next generation, or has that just been like this unexpected blessing? To me, it was an unexpected blessing because really, I just you know we were just thinking, oh, this is what this is going to look like. It's the two of us doing it, and you know we're going to make an impact. We're going to bless people. We're going to be able to make them happy. You mm-hmm. know, that's something that mm-hmm. we enjoy doing is is taking a bad day and making it great or a great situation and making it even better, you know. Um, but that, for me personally, it was that I did not foresee that, mm-hmm. you know. And once we started talking about it, my daughter was like, I want to be a part of that, Aww. you know. But that wasn't initially anything that, I really thought about how the dominoes was going to fall, you know, how Uh many it was going to impact that rippling effect, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit different for me because, um, for most of my kids, um, schooling, I have homeschooled. Um, I still homeschool my daughter. Um, and you own a bakery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Man, you're so Uh, lazy. (laughs) You have so much free time. (laughs) Balance isn't always perfect, (laughs) Um, but again, she she gets to to learn um, those real life applications too, not just about working hard um, and not always getting you know the pay that goes along with it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and you you put into it. You get out what you put into it, and you you sometimes you have to put in more than than you know you actually think you should. You know, as far as um, we own this business, this is important to us, and you know you you got to do those hard things and all those things, and you know step in where you know somebody if somebody calls off or you know different things, and sometimes you have to put off things that you want to do for you know. Um, so yeah, she's definitely learning all of those things <laughs> and, uh, she's still, you know, she talks about, I, I don't know whether she really will, you know, continue on after. Um, but she, she loves like learning from the girls and, and, you know, doing different things there and, um, helping people. And so 
So yeah, we'll just we'll just see. But I know at least that part of it, I I helped, you know, um, instill a little more than we would have uh, if we were just homeschooling at home. Wow. So that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I have taken a lot of you guys' time. You have more cupcakes to bake, and I want to let you get back to that. But there's one last thing that I need to ask you about before we get out of here, and that is you two, your relationship. Now, I love my sister. I have a sister. She is amazing. I look up to her. I respect the heck out of her. If we worked together every day, we would tear each other apart. (laughs) She would drive me crazy. I would drive her crazy, and our business would be dead within probably three or four days. So I want to hear it from you guys. What is it like to work with a sibling? And what is that, you know, what does that relationship look like, you know, professionally versus personally? Maybe those intermix just Mm -hmm. go. Definitely. Well, there's 12 years between us. Mm -hmm. um, And we've always been very close. And it was very difficult when she moved away. Um, we lived like three streets away from yeah. each other. Like we oh, were, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Even here, we're like at one end of the street and she's at the other end of that street. Uh-huh. You know, that kind of thing. Um, we've always been close. There's days that, you know, we don't want to look at each other. But it's not <laughs> uh-huh. ever really. I mean, we just have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think the key to that is laughter. Mm-hmm. Laughter. My dad said before we actually like stepped into the bakery because of how we're always laughing and carrying on. He's like, you girls, how are you going to get anything done? It's, it's having fun while we're doing it. Mm-hmm. If you forget why we're doing it, then it's easy to get caught up in the, um, you know, nipping at each other. So as long as we keep having fun and we don't let the stress get to us, we're okay. We're good. I think it just, again, it yes, you have your days. Um, but we've never been one to, mm-hmm. like, argue and bicker, and um, that's just never been our relationship. And, um, you know, if she's having a bad day, I'm usually okay. If I'm having <laughs> a bad day, she's usually okay. So uh, it's when we're both having a bad day, this is the rough days for everybody. Um, but that doesn't happen too often. Uh-huh. I think no. it just, it, it, yeah, it, it's just a good balance. And again, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of times we're the cause of the laughter and the, you know, goofy jokes and things happening as we're working. And that's one thing that we try to tell people that, um, you know, coming in, um, and what we tried to, to tell the girls that, you know, that were already there um, when we bought it is, you know, we we want to get the work done. You know, that's that's number one importance. But we want to have fun doing it. And, you know, um, you know, some people, we've had some people that have come in and they'd be like, okay, you all are too much. <laughs> but when we get everybody else going and, you know, we're yelling from room to room because, you know, somebody's working in that room and we're in this room and we're, you know, talking to each other and laughing and joking. And, um, you know, it can be loud and people come in and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's like crazy in here. And But yet I want to work here, you know. So they we just want to want to keep that going to everybody else too because that's that's just how we are we kind of you know we listen to each other and we balance each other out and we we try to keep that with the employees too and the customers Mm -hmm. so 
And uh, I, I just want to, as we get out of here, you know, you kind of mentioned it, and th- we've mentioned it a couple times throughout the podcast, but so much of this podcast has been about, you know, the positives. And there are so many positives mm-hmm. that come from owning a business and, you know, getting a chance to interact mm-hmm. with customers, making someone's day just a little bit better. But this is a lot of work that goes mm-hmm. into it, and we didn't mm-hmm. really touch on that a ton. We yeah. didn't talk about the early mornings. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't talk about the frustrations and everything, even – taking COVID completely out of the equation. Right. So I just wanted to personally thank you guys for putting in the time, putting in the hours, putting in all the stress and energy that it takes to to keep this Omaha institution at a high level and potentially even raise the bar for it mm-hmm. because you do a fantastic job. And thank to you. listeners out there, if yes, you, thank you if you want quality cupcakes, like this is this is the place to go. This has become Sarah and I's go to place. I I'll even, you know, to provide a personal story, we were, we went to a wedding about a month ago and obviously things are so different these days, you know, you're not having a, probably a big reception Mm -hmm, with a giant wedding cake and everything. So they did like a, after the, or um, after the wedding, after the service, they did like a drive-by reception line and they gave everyone cupcake island cupcakes like individually packaged mm-hmm. ones and we were so excited when we saw that because it was like yes we get a cupcake out of this This is better than going and dancing anyway you get to eat a cupcake so i want to encourage anyone that's listening to this go try it like and you can get yeah. so many different flavors you can try several different flavors mm-hmm. at once if you want minis if you want to pig out get big cupcakes yes. get full cakes yes. regardless crystal and melanie thank you so much for joining me today i really appreciate your time Thank you. I just want to say too. Um, hopefully, I'm not taking too much of your time, but I no, do want to. No, I just want to touch on a few things. Um, again, we appreciate um, Omaha in and supporting us and mm-hmm. all that they've done. We had yes. people coming in, you know, when COVID was at its peak, and you know, they would come in. We have rewards cards, and they would be, you know, we'd ask them for their card to to give them a punch and, um, you know, to get them closer to that $10 off. And they'd be like, no, we're going to wait. We're going to hold off, you know, just to help you guys out. And um, they would be placing orders when, you know, just to try to come up with stuff and companies, you know, whatever we can, you know, just we're going to place an order here and one next week. And um, and last year, too, uh, last year was a very rough year for us. Um, We had a car come through the front of the building Mm -hmm. and – we at one point started to wonder if we were going to make it through because there was a lot of people that thought we were closed. Um, We really, business-wise, it was not good. Um, There was a lot of months that we we were really struggling and and concerned that we were going to have to do some serious things to, um, you know, because it was just not, nobody was coming in. Um, And so, again, People just stepped up and um, started spreading the word and, and, you know, getting it out that, no, we're open. And um, and we just seen an outpouring from people. And we just so appreciate that and, and love all our customers. So I just want to say thank you to everybody that has come in and has, you know, come back or, you know, spreading the word for us or sharing, you know, cupcakes. And um, we just really appreciate it and, and want to thank them very much for that. Amen. Yeah, I agree. The TLDR, too long didn't read of this episode. <laughs> o- Omaha, is, o- Omaha is awesome. Cupcakes are awesome. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty much all we need to know. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. And thank as always, you. Omaha, thank you for eating with us. A Huda Media Production.